From Mendocino County Public Broadcasting, this is the KZYX News for Wednesday, December 22nd. I'm Sarah Wright. Fees for many county services are due to go up in mid-January, leading to sticker shock after years of unchanging prices. Last week, department heads made their various cases to the Board of Supervisors as to how bringing up the cost of fees is the only way to achieve cost recovery, or in some cases, retain staff. Environmental health, the sector of public health that covers everything from land use to body art to Boy Scouts facilities, told the board that many of its fees were last adjusted in 2010 when they still didn't achieve full cost recovery. The COVID response was not factored into any of the requests to increase fees. Most of the presentations included highly technical educational material, as well as pitches for why they deserved higher price tags. Kirk Ford, with Hazardous Materials and Environmental Health, explained why his department is seeking fee increases. He wants a 33% increase for underground tank inspections from $15 to $20, and a 170% increase in the hourly cost for hazmat spill response requiring two people, from $270 to $730. Um, Our underground tank inspectors are some of the best trained in the northern state and have even taught classes in our annual statewide training conference, which is just a shameless plug about how proud I am of our program to protect our county's delicate water supply. I have a couple substantial increases to our emergency response fees. I've been working in environmental health for over 15 years, and to my knowledge, we've never adjusted this fee since I've been here. I'm referring to the emergency response per hour fee. This fee usually gets triggered when someone has been naughty with hazardous materials or something has gone terribly wrong. It could be an oil spill from a train or an overturned fuel tanker truck. Environmental Health, as the lead agency, shoulders the majority of the burden of maintaining the county's hazardous materials emergency response team, known as the Redwood Empire Hazardous Incident Team, or REHIT. Back in 2010, the board decided that full cost recovery would be a major goal in setting the fees for county services. The calculations include the salary and benefits of the person doing the task that's paid for by the fee, as well as the services and supplies that are needed. Nash Gonzalez, the head of planning and building services, told the board that his department has increased its productivity by 30% in the last year, partly due to the presence of a contractor in the coast office. The department has also hired another planner who's training in both the coast and inland offices. When Supervisor Glenn McGordy asked about what impact it would have if the county waived the fee for solar installations, Gonzalez said that could cost $175,000 a year, or result in the loss of two positions. Adrienne Thompson of Planning and Building added that much of that fee is set by the state before she invoked the least desirable outcome for anyone waiting on a permit. The solar fees are capped by the state, so a maximum building permit is $450, which is our flat fee at the department. And if anyone applied online, they'll see that solar online permit fee is a flat $450 for a building permit. And then we charge a minor $21 records management for the permit and the admin time to put that record together and the permit fee itself. So it's really a minor fee, although it generates over $175,000 in revenue annually which, as Nash said, would cover a building inspector and an admin staff position in itself. So if the county was to waive that, we could be forced to reduce our staffing levels, which will slow down all of our plan check times. Brian Hoy, the supervisor of the Consumer Protections Department of Public Health, argued for raising fees to hire more staff and pay them well. He said his department is down two people, but recently found three good candidates. The two declined uh, positions elsewhere. They felt they had better offers. So uh, one of the things is getting our fees adjusted so that we do have payroll so we can pay for 
uh, to keep staff. Still, Supervisor John Haschek wondered if raising the fees so much so suddenly might discourage people from getting the permits and licenses they need to comply with the law. Gonzalez told him incentives were still outstripping disincentives. In looking at the difference between uh, incentives and disincentives, right now we've looked at, for example, grading violations, pond violations, and so on. It's about a 60-40 split on what is actually coming, 60 being uh, proactive in applying for permits and 40 that uh, were basically caught uh, grading without permits. And so will there be an incentive or disincentive? That's uh, really hard to say, but I think you still have more people complying than not complying. In a separate item, the board voted unanimously to distribute a million dollars of the PG&E settlement money to local fire districts. Before voting for the item, McGordy pointed out that it's also nice to have contingency money on hand. When when something comes up like the water emergency we had, like the Hopkins fire, we, we needed to have money on hand to spend for that. So as a board, what do we want to do to for contingencies? The PG&E money was, was pretty handy for that. And there was a way to have a fund that was like a revolving disaster loan fund that we could take money from and put back in so that we could be very nimble to respond when an emergency occurred. Supervisor Ted Williams acknowledged the point, but argued that it's hard to leave money lying around when it's desperately needed. I think what's difficult is if we have a large uh, pot of money, millions of dollars as a contingency, and we're not meeting the core mandated services, which I would argue today, I'm terrified. There's a great part of Mendocino County where you get in a traffic collision and um, look at the resources. You have some very well-intentioned volunteers. You might have career firefighters driving a great distance with you know rusty trucks, hand-me-down equipment, hand-me-down turnouts. Um, not only are we asking the, lar- the firefighters in this county to largely go unpaid, we're, we're not even providing the, the adequate training or equipment. For KZYX News, I'm Sarah Wright. For all our local news with photos and more, visit kzyx.org. You can also subscribe to the KZYX News podcasts wherever you get your podcasts.